Welcome to Emerge, and this is our podcast. Emerge is a place where we're all about raising champions fully devoted to Christ. We want to say thank you for joining us today. We hope that this message encourages and uplifts you. Enjoy the message. Hebrews chapter 12 from verse 1 to 2. Hebrews 12, 1-2. It says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Let us lay aside every weight. Last week, Zaneda spoke about laying aside every weight, even as we go into the new year. It's important to know that there's a difference between weight and sin. There's a difference between what? Weight and sin. This morning, I will be talking about laying aside every sin that ensnares us. It says, let us lay aside every weight and sin. I'm talking about what I've titled victory over sin. Victory over what? Over sin. Over sin. Let us run this race that is set before us. Every believer has been called to a race. Every believer has been called to a race. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 7, Paul said that I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. Every believer has been called to a race. This race is called the Christian life. That's the race we are in. That's the race we are in. As you know, every race, every race has a beginning. Every race has an end. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a what? Is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. If anyone is in Christ, is a new creation. The day you give your life to Christ, the day you are new in Christ, is the day the race of your Christian life begins. If you're yet to, the day you do it is the day your race begins. If you've done so, the day you did it is the race was the time the, your race began. Every race has a beginning. On your mark, get set, go. 
Just like every race has a beginning, every race also has an end. Paul said, I have finished the race. I have finished the race. You don't see people just running forever without stopping. People want for different reasons, you know. Even if you are doing a marathon, one day you will stop. You will end the race one day. Every race has an end. Some races have prices on the end. It says, if you go into 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24, it says that, do you not know that those who run in a race all run but one? But one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. Run in such a way that you may obtain the prize. Our own Christian race has a price in the end. There's a price waiting for us. Not just a price waiting for us eternally. There are crowns of righteousness that have been laid up for us in heaven. In the name of Jesus, nobody here will miss heaven. Amen. Let me tell you something. There is no point. If you're going to miss heaven, there is really no point. Nobody here, I pray it again, would miss heaven. Amen. That's our eternal destination. That's it. On earth, everyone has a destiny. And I also pray that right where you are, here on earth, you will not miss your destiny. Amen. I said, you will not miss your destiny. Amen. Paul said, 2 Timothy 4.8, it said that finally there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. And not to me only, but also to all who have loved this appearing. There are crowns of righteousness laid up for those who are in the race. There is a unique thing about this race. This race is not a competition. This race is a comparison with Jesus. And my destiny is not in competition with your destiny. It's a very singular race. It's not in competition, but it's in comparison with Jesus. As I'm walking in this race, am I living my life the way Christ wants me to live my life? Am I interacting with people the way Jesus wants me to interact with people? Am I talking the way Jesus wants me to talk with people? It's not a competition. It's a comparison with Jesus. We have been called to be ambassadors. 2 Corinthians 5.20 says, Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. Meaning that we are representation of Christ here on earth. Wherever you go, people should see Christ in you. Anywhere you go. Jesus walked the earth as man, right? And when it was done, he ascended into heaven to prepare a place for us. To prepare because he knows that we are coming home. 
But while he is there, he says, guys, you take care of this earth and walk as me on earth. Something called the mind of Christ. When you have the mind of Christ, that's the engine of Christ in you. You do things like Christ. You interact with your neighbors the way Christ will interact with them. You don't, you won't cheat your neighbor. You won't talk in offensive ways to your neighbors if you are acting like Christ. If you are an ambassador, a representation of Christ. There are some things Christ would never do. Never. And he even told us in his word. These are the things I would do. These are the things I would not do. So every day you check your steps. And you compare your steps with Jesus. Am I in line with Jesus? Enoch walked with God. They were walking together. They were walking together. Am I in line with Jesus? Once again, I pray that everyone here will finish their race. And you would not miss the prize laid up for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. This race, the enemy doesn't want you to even start it. Not to mention finish it. And the biggest tool he uses, sin. Sin. You've had this several times. But I'm going to teach you something this morning. Which will help you solve this sin issue forever. If you can understand this, this will change your life. This will ensure you continue to live a life that pleases God all the time. A life of holiness. A life of righteousness. We don't see a lot of that these days anymore. Are you ready for this? Every form of sin is a product of darkness. Every form of sin is a product of what? Of darkness. Ephesians 5, 11 to 13 says, And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Sin flourishes in darkness. If you can counter darkness, then you can have victory over sin. Darkness. Darkness. Thieves love to rob when it's dark. Shedding things happen in the dark. It's in darkness that sin flourishes. So God is saying that have no fellowship with any form of darkness. Darkness. The only solution to darkness is light. Light. If you grew up in 
if you grew up in Nigeria, yeah, if you didn't, it's okay. Thank God for your life. <laughs> but in Nigeria, especially if you were born, you know, like maybe in the 90s downwards, you know, understand this because I think it has changed now. We have some people, you know, they are, they are like BGE here. We call them NEPA. You know, National, no, Nigerian Electric Power Authority. So at some point, they began to lose it. They first of all, they lost the authority. <laughs> and then they lost the power. <laughs> and then we lost electricity. <laughs> In that order. <laughs> and now I don't even think they exist anymore. <laughs> PhD and then Nepal is not there anymore. <laughs> they have to change it. <laughs> so each time we had more darkness than light available in Nigeria. Fact. I'm telling you the fact. We had more darkness provided by the power authority than light. <laughs> but whenever light comes. Everybody will shout up Nepal. Whether you are Christian or Muslim, whether you like your neighbors or not, everybody will shout up Nepal. Even if you have a generator, you will shout up Nepal. Light, 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 light. Light is the only solution to darkness. Jesus said, Matthew 5. Verse 14, it says, you are the light of the world. Matthew 5, verse, sorry, John 1, chapter 5 says that let's, for the light shines in darkness, and darkness could not comprehend it. When the light shines, darkness is confused. When light shines, darkness is what? Confused. Darkness is disturbed. Darkness is, 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 has no place wherever light is. It's not just about you having light. It's about you really becoming light. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. Meaning wherever you go, you and darkness can never be in the same place together. What? Wherever you go, you and confusion can never be in the same place together. You enter places and things begin to happen. Things begin to change. People will just begin to find you because you are light. You yourself are light. Let your light so shine. Matthew 5, 16. That men might see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. Your light is meant for men to be able to see. When you become light, you're carrying the nature of Jesus. You are not keeping tab of sin. Did I lie today? Did I steal today? Did I fornicate today? Did I look at her too much? Did I look at him? Because you're saturated by light, you have the awareness that you are light. Then you have victory over sin. First John chapter 1, verse 5 says that now this is. The message that we received that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. 
people. God is what is light. We all say that he who is in me, 1 John 4, 4, is greater than he who is in the world. God is in us. If you say God is in you and God is light, then that makes you what? Light. God cannot sin. God cannot be overcome by any form of sin. He is holy. And if he's in you, you're carrying holiness with you anywhere. Nothing should be able to entice you. Nothing. No one should be able to pull you into things that are ungodly. They shouldn't even be able to offer you. Some things, no, you can't come and offer me some things. You, you, you cannot. I've had friends that you, they, they, they cannot try it. Let's go. Go where? Are you, go, are you okay? Go where? You didn't even think of it before coming to ask me? What? What? I can't be found in some places. I can't be found doing certain things. If Jesus can't be found there, you can't find me there. If Jesus cannot do it, you won't see me doing it. That's the race I'm in. If you can get this, your destiny is secured. I mentioned this, I think, two Sundays ago. That everyone's future has been prepared. Everyone's future is untouchable. Your destiny has already been prepared for you. The enemy cannot touch it. I keep saying nothing. He cannot, he couldn't stop the milk and honey flowing in Canaan. He could not. But what he could do was to stop the children of Israel from getting there. He can't stop what God has prepared for you. Is he crazy? For, for what? But he can only stop you if you allow him from getting there. Your future is bright. I wish, I wish you, God could just show you a glimpse of it. He showed me a glimpse, a glimpse of mine. The little one I saw, my goodness, it keeps me on high all the time. Just the little one I saw. Nothing can rob it. Nothing can rob me of my destiny. I will not allow it. If light is the solution, then how do we keep this light burning? It says that the path of the righteous is a shining sun that shines brighter and brighter. If the path can shine brighter and brighter, it means that it can go dimmer and dimmer if you don't do certain things to make it keep shining brighter and brighter. Are you hearing me this morning? Number one, what do you do to make sure that your light doesn't go dim? What do you do to make sure that you're always on fire? It takes the word of God. It takes what? It takes the word of God. It takes the word of God. The entrance of your word, Psalms 119 verse 130, gives what? Light. The entrance of your word, the entrance of the word of God, gives light. Light. The word of God has to enter you. It has to enter you. The word of God has to enter you. The word of God has to enter you. Your word have I stored in my heart that I may not sin against you. It takes the word of God, guys. It takes the word of God. You are running from this Bible. This is the only thing that can save you. 
It is the only thing that can save. The divine ideas that God will give to you, it would come from you devoting yourself to the word. It's the word. The entrance of the word. Have you noticed that every time before I preach, I always mention that, Father, your word says, the entrance of your word gives light. You cannot see the path to your destiny without light. Darkness is what the enemy uses to blind you from seeing where you're going. So the more you store up God's word in your heart, it helps you not to sin against him. The more you devote yourself to the death of God's word, the more you desist from sin and you move towards freedom. Don't let the enemy keep you in bondage. Don't allow him. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Unto, unto my feet. There is a major correlation between the word of God and light. So if you want your lights to keep burning, then keep devoting yourself to the word. Keep devoting yourself to the word. Every day, every morning, every afternoon, every evening, whenever you can, keep devoting yourself to the word. I told you guys here one time that one of the things I did, I think about two years ago, each time I felt like going on Instagram, I'll just go on the Bible app. Each time I want to go on Instagram, I'll go on the Bible app. I'll go on the Bible app. I'll go on the Bible app. And before I know what was going on, there have been months. I don't even know the last time I read it. Months. Those, those things, they, they are not helping your destiny. I'm telling you. You are looking at other people. They are to be the ones looking at you. You are light. You should get to the point in your life where people are the ones helping you manage it. You don't have that time to be going on there. You, God will take you to a place where you have an office of PR, communications. They are the ones helping you communicating the things that God is doing in your life, the wonders God is using you for, they are the ones managing it for you because the kind of light you have, the kind of value you have. Isaiah 60 verse 3 says that Gentiles will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. People are coming to you because you have something they don't have. You have solutions in the industry you're in. You have solutions to nations. You don't have time for some things. Not because they are bad. But I'm telling you, I don't know how you spend your time, but I'm telling you, you don't have the time for it. Spend hours on some, on some platforms. You need the word. The word is what delivers. The word is what delivers. Delivers. He sent his word. And he did what? He healed them. And delivered them. He sent his word, he healed them and he delivered them. Psalms 117 verse 20. He sent, 117 verse 20. Sent his word. The word healed them and the word delivered them. Whatever struggle you're going through, in the name of Jesus, the word of God will deliver you. Amen. So whatever thing you're going through, the word of God will deliver you. Amen. Don't do it religiously. You're just doing the devotion religiously. By the time you are done, you got nothing from it. It's not working in you all through the day. You just want to start the plan and end the plan. Who is he helping? Your people that are seeing it? No. One scripture in a day or even in a week can change your life. The word of God is living and powerful. The more you do that, the more your nature begins to change. 
the more your nature begins to change. The more you, you find yourself, you can't lie. You can't, you can't steal, you can't swear. My yes is my yes, my no is my no. You take it or you leave it. You can't. Adultery, you can't. What, you're cheating on people, what? what? You can't. Oh, don't look at the lady twice. If, oh, what, what was that? You don't look at her You can't, you don't look at anybody. Discipline yourself. No, that's why did why did you do like that? No, that's not helping anybody. You help yourself. Help yourself with the word of God. Help yourself with the word of God. Isaiah 60 verse 2 says that and darkness will cover the earth. Deep darkness, the people. The darkness is not going anywhere until our light counters it. How do you keep your light shining? Number two, focus. It takes what? It takes focus. It takes focus. Matthew chapter 6 verse 22 says, The light of the body is the eye. If therefore then I be single, the whole body shall be full of lights. If then I, your eye, shall be single. The whole body will be full of lights. Stay focused. Stay focused on your purpose, on your destiny. Stay focused. You don't have to be everywhere. They're not finding you now. Stay focused. Stay grounded. The one who humbles himself is the one that God will exalt. A little one shall become a thousand. There's a process. Isaiah 60, 22. A small one shall become a great nation. There's a process. Stay focused on what God has called you to do. I tell my wife, I tell her this a lot. I said, if God has called me to sell to sand, to be a sand maker, I will sell it. You will be eating it on your dining table as dessert. You will not know it's sand. <laughs> Stay focused on what God has called you to do. One of the people that inspires me the most is Peter in the Bible. Acts 10.44, he says that, and as Peter was speaking the word, the spirit of God fell on everyone that heard the word. What? While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. I'm walking towards Points where as I'm speaking the word, the spirit of God is falling on everyone that, has, everyone that has the word. I know what it takes. It takes a lot of focus. It takes a lot of devotion. I'm not there yet. But I know without a doubt that I'll get there. You too, whatever it is that God has given you, stay focused. Don't come in time when you won't have to be the one advertising yourself. When Jesus came back from the wilderness in Luke chapter 4, his fame went all around. People were the ones talking about him. That the same Jesus is back and is bang and lit. <laughs> like never before. People will be the ones talking about you. Light is the victory over sin. It takes light. It takes light. Discipline yourself, guys. This is the best 
age ever for us to get it. I'm telling you, if we can get it now, oh my. You will live the best of life ever. You will have the best family. You will have the best marriage. You will have the best children. You will have the best career. You will have the best business. You will live the abundant life that God has prepared for you. Devil has nothing to offer you than to steal your joy, to steal your peace, to kill your dreams, to kill your visions. Do you think it's ordinary that you have this vision? You enter 2019 with power and everything. I'm going to do this. And it's December. Nothing. It didn't take off. It didn't even move, not to mention take off since January. It's not ordinary. That's what the devil wants. For you to start 2020 and the cycle continues. In the name of Jesus, that will not be your portion. In the mighty name of Jesus, that will not be your portion. We are the ones that God has prepared for these last days. We are the hope of this world. We, I refuse to... I, 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 the world cannot be complaining of headache. And they come to me and me say, I said I have a dick. Never. God forbid. Never. When God has already said I'm the solution to it, the world can be having problems. And then they come to you at work. They come to you at school. And you too, you are dishing out your own problem. Girl, you know, me too. I've been there, you know. It's just been crazy. And then, no. Man, but you, man, sure, I feel you, man. I don't feel anything. You don't feel it. You are light. You are what? Come on, shout it. I am light. One comes feeling depressed. You counter it with joy. You counter it with joy. Someone comes feeling confused. You counter it with clarity. I know someone that can help you. You know what? We can figure this out, man. Shoot, you know what? I've been there. Don't worry, man. Shoot, this piece of cake, man. Don't worry. That is what, that is what we have been called to do. This is how you have victory over sin. This is how you live a victorious life over sin. Over sin over sin. Looking unto Jesus. Stay focused. The author and the finisher. The finisher. He finishes what he starts of our faith. He begins with us in the race and he ends with us in that race. Please take your destiny serious. It's important. Don't get carried away. Don't get what? Carried away. I wish I could say more, but I wanted to rise up this morning. Let's pray. Thank you for joining us, and a special thanks to those of you who give to our service. It is because of you we are able to spread the gospel and touch the souls of young adults. If you'd like to give, you can do so on our app, Emerge Champs, or go to our website, www.emergechamps.org. We pray you have a blessed week, and see you next time. Bye.